Super Talk Mississippi media production. Well, free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Happy Tuesday to you, Golden Eagle fans. Listen across the state of Mississippi. It's the Eagle Hour. Luke Johnson, Kelly Center, Michael Mergens from the First Bank Studios in Hattiesburg and beautiful downtown Laurel. Thankful that you are joining us uh, today. Southern Miss getting ready to take on the Ole Miss Rebels tonight at 6 p.m. up at Trustmark Park in Pearl. Men's golf uh, in fourth place right now up at the Ryman Intercollegiate in Nashville. Uh, softball setting uh, to face Mississippi Valley State tomorrow. But yesterday on the campus of Southern Mississippi, a new athletic director uh, for Southern Miss Athletics. It's a great week to be a Golden Eagle. Thank you for joining us today. The first segment of the Eagle Hour brought to us every day by Dickie's Barbecue Pit. Dickie's is a proud supporter of Southern Miss Athletics. You can enjoy all of their uh, fine meats, fall-off-the-bone ribs, uh, great stuff that's smoked every single day. Be sure to visit the home team next to the Turtle Creek Mall in Hattiesburg or visit the Dickie's close to you. Dickie's proud sponsor of the first segment of the Eagle Hour. Well, Kelly Sander, it was a uh, it was a great day yesterday. Jeremy McLean finds his way back into Mississippi to be the next uh, athletic director for the Southern Miss Golden Eagles. A really good press conference yesterday. And uh, Kelly, before we bring on our first guest, just give me uh, your quick thoughts about yesterday. I think he hit upon the the bullet points that he wanted to. Actually, his comments were were a, a bit generic, but but he did touch upon the things that I think that were of utmost importance to the Eagle, Golden Eagle Nation. Number one is he talked about increasing the brand, which a lot of people had, had been concerned about. You know, that, and he also talked about positivity. You know, that there had been a lot of negative talk, and he said pretty much if you don't want to talk positive, don't talk at all. And he talked about plans for more than a couple of years down the road, which I think left a lot of people reassured that this is a guy who knows the situation. He's been here. He's familiar with it and plans on being here for quite some time. But this one, you actually believe. Whereas with all due respect to the prior two athletic directors, I don't think you necessarily believed that they uh, were going to be here for a couple of years because McLean had been here and came back. That's the true test to me, is if, is if they come back. And he had that opportunity to what a lot of people, Luke, would consider to be a lateral move. Your thoughts? Yeah, I think it's exciting. He knows the program. You made the point last week. Uh, he knows the financial state of the program. He knows the challenges. He He's a Mississippi guy. He knows the landscape in Mississippi. Um, I think it's the best-case uh, scenario. So it's just exciting as Jeremy McLean, uh, the new athletic director for Southern Miss. A uh, little, little later in the program, we'll talk more with Lee Applewhite from uh, the Eagle Club and, and just how uh, it's so important for everyone out there, the Southern Miss Golden Eagle, uh, believe in this high get behind this hire and uh, join the Eagle Club. So uh, we'll talk about uh, that with Lee Applewhite just a little later. It's an exciting sports week. Southern Miss uh, playing Ole Miss tonight. It's the Masters. But on Saturday, spring ball comes to a close, and it will be the annual spring game uh, for football. Always an exciting time of the year. It will be at 1130 at the Rock. And one of the honorary coaches – 
joins us now. The perfect 10 himself. Reggie hmm. Collier. Reg, what's up, man? Yeah, man? How you doing, my man? Man, what? doing good. So, uh, you know, spring ball, what was that like for you? And, and I, I guess uh, how, what was your approach uh, to spring ball and, and, and spring games? Well, spring ball was all about uh, – First of all, let me just say um, to Jeremy, uh, glad he's back. Uh, look forward to uh, working with him, uh, doing whatever that I can do for him uh, to get to the point where Southern Miss Athletics needs to be. So uh, I was excited about yesterday. Uh, but to answer your question, is spring ball is kind of the culmination of everything that you've done since the season ended, uh, with the weight work, weight workouts, uh, getting bigger, getting stronger, getting faster, honing your skills during the spring because spring football is all about basics, getting back to the basics, doing what you do, doing what you should do, and improving upon that. And then, of course, the spring game is basically a fun day. It really is. Uh, you get a chance to go out and compete, put a jersey on, uh, and just have fun. It was just a fun day. But by all means, <laughs> it's a little different now than it was 30 years ago. Uh, I've said that a lot uh, every time I come on the show because the times have changed. The game has changed uh, how they do things. So, you know, it, it's, it's different, but the spring football is all about getting better. You know, we look at where you it, were. Look at where you were, look at where you are, and then again, where you want to be. And determine on those three things, how hard you work, what happens in the spring, really kind of determines what happens in the fall. Uh, because a lot of people all of a sudden think, you know, when you come in for that fall training, that's when it starts. No, it starts in January, you know, with the weights and everything else, spring ball, getting better. Because guys are fighting for positions right now. You know, during right. the spring, during the course of spring, you know, who if you were second team last year, will you be elevated to first team? Or if you were first team last year, can you keep your position as first team when the spring is over with? Because everything is evaluated during spring ball. So at the end of spring, they'll have a depth chart. It may not be public, but the coaching staff, have they have a depth chart as to, okay, who performed well during the spring? Who performed well during practice, during the scrimmages? And the spring game really doesn't dictate any of that. Uh, all, of the, all of the work has already been done. What's going to happen Saturday is just a, a matter of going out and just showcasing your skills, having a good time, trying to find out who's going to eat steak and who's going to eat beans and weenies, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, the next week. So uh, spring is, is – is, is, is what is made. You know, Reggie Collier, you're one of the main ambassadors now for Southern Miss, a face of Southern Miss as you're out and about. And going back to the, the hiring of Jeremy McLean, you were out there and, and you heard, whether you wanted to or not, you probably heard from a lot of groups as to what different people wanted in an athletic director. Okay, so now that the, the choice has been made, does McLean fit the mold of what people were telling you that they'd like to see? I think he does. I mean, not only, you know, Jeremy is, is young. He's not 60 years old, 70 years old, coming into a position that everyone knows he's not going to be here for long. You know, like you said earlier, no disrespect to the past two athletic directors, but you, you knew 
they weren't going to be here long. Uh, Jeremy Case, that's I, you don't feel that because he had number one, he had been here before. Jeremy has a different uh, dynamic about him when you talk to him, when you see him, he's different. Uh, and to be honest with you, hopefully in the next four or five years, he's moved on to another position because Jeremy will have accomplished everything that he needed to accomplish to get Southern Miss back to where they need to be. Because if he does a great job, if Jeremy does a great job of solidifying Southern Miss athletics where they need to be, guess what? Somebody's going to come in and get him. Somebody's going to come in and get him. It's no doubt in my mind. Because think about it. And let's be realistic about this whole thing. This whole thing of the athletic director having the right guy here. Of course, we want Jeremy. We got Jeremy. Jeremy wants to be here. But if he does a great job at what he's done or what he's supposed to do, somebody's going to see that. And it's, that's the way of the world. All of a sudden, somebody's doing a great job. Somebody's going to come in and say, look, we want you to do for us what you did at Southern Miss. All right. And then the next thing you know, he's going to be making a million dollars a year. And you can't deny him for warning for warning that for him and his family, because everybody strives to be the best at what they do. All right. It doesn't matter what you're talking about. Grocery store clerk, uh, dentist, doctor, whatever the case, you want to be the best. You strive to be the best. So with that being said, hopefully. We won't be able to keep him long because he will have done the job that he was supposed to do in putting Southern Miss back on the map where we should be. Regardless of the school, lots of fan bases live in hypothetical worlds. Right. And when you talk to Southern Miss fans, the number one thing that I, the fee- piece of feedback I get from most everybody is we need to get out of Conference USA. Conference USA is lousy. It's terrible. It's not blah, blah, blah. All right. Jeremy McLean with some Sunbelt ties, obviously, coming from Troy. Mm hmm. This is all hypothetical, but you would think with the ties from Sunbelt, would you anticipate somewhere down the road that McLean would make overtures to the Sunbelt asking, why not Southern Miss? How about us? Uh, I don't know. I'm going to be honest with would you. Would it make sense? It, it, of course it makes sense, but you know, in the, in the real world, who knows? Who knows what's going on behind the scenes as far as uh, conference realignment, people moving from one conference to another. Uh you, you never know. But one thing we do know, and you and I both know, that TV drives this train. All right. What can you do for me as the TV providers and everything else that goes on? We know TV drives this thing. and Right. Uh, so the, it, it all kind of comes back to what, you know, what I said earlier. Reggie, uh, we, we've uh, held off your uh, your golf game for the afternoon for one segment. Can we hold it off for maybe one more segment? You Is that okay? Say, you weren't supposed to say that, man. But yeah, yeah I'm good. I'm good. All right, more with the Perfect Ten right after this on the Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Second segment of the Eagle Hour brought to us every day by Campus Bookmark, located on Hardy Street, right across from the Southern Miss campus, and online campusbookmark.net, the world's largest place to go to get everything you need to cheer on the Golden Eagles. We appreciate uh, Campus Bookmark's proud 
sponsorship of the Eagle Hour. We continue uh, in the First Bank Studios in Hattiesburg, beautiful downtown Laurel, Luke Johnson, Kelly Sander, Michael Mergens. We continue with the Perfect Ten, Reggie Collier, who is of First Bank. And, Reg, before we uh, keep talking uh, some spring football and, and athletic stuff, man, tell us, uh, you guys graciously uh, partner with us uh, to bring Southern Miss fans uh, great Golden Eagle talk every day. Tell us what's going on at First Bank. Well, we got a lot of stuff going on. I tell you what, we in the midst of uh, putting up a new building, a new branch out here on 98, Highway 98. Uh, we should be, the building should be completed uh, midsummer. We're excited about that. We're constantly growing in the Pine Belt area. And, of course, our home office is in Macomb. Uh, but we have three branches here in in Hattiesburg, and then that will be uh our staple office um, here in Hattiesburg once that building is complete. So uh, we're growing. We're trying to do what we can, uh, trying to make things happen. And with the people, the, uh, the great people we work with uh, at First Bank, or John, John Chapley and Chris Hester, uh, Daniel Stewart, those guys, Shan Rice, uh, they're, making, they're making a lot of things happen. So... Um, it's been it's 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 been great being with First Bank. I continue to and I also look forward to doing a lot of great things around the community uh, on behalf of First Bank. So now, because of Google and stuff, Reggie Collier, anybody can find out who might not know who you are, yeah. what your accomplishments have been. But with the millennials and the younger kids, are you surprised that that there are some who have no idea or no clue about who Reggie Collier <laughs> is. And, and and how do you handle that? Well, damn, it's been 40 years. Well, no, I hear <laughs> I mean, it's 40 years since I played ball. So, I, I you know, it. at some point you just have to say, okay, uh, some people just don't know. And I'm cool with that. You know, I'm just Reggie. I'm just out here, you know, just, just trying to make it happen. And But the, the thing about it is, you mentioned earlier, you know, these millennials, they, everybody's got a cell phone. So... That thing called Google, you know, I may meet somebody five at, uh, at at this point. Then ten minutes later, they're coming back saying, "Wow, you guys did this. You guys did that. <laughs> you you were part of this." Uh, and I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, but but true, your grandchildren." Yeah. who have just known you as granddad, they had no idea yeah. about your sports background at Southern Miss. True? True. Yeah, it was kind of funny. How does that happen? <laughs> well, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. You know, I've kind of gotten past the, the, the athlete Reggie. And now, you know, I'm Reggie just like everybody else. You know, so I don't walk around with my name on my jersey or anything that, that will let you know that I played ball. Uh, even in the house, you know, I've, I have very few things up. Maybe in, in, in the office I have a couple of things, but in the house itself it's, it's nothing that lets you know that I was a ball player. So as, as they were growing up, you know, I was just Reggie, you know, just Reggie, you know. And then as they got a little bit older, I'd bring them to the games and then they would see the name, see my name. They still couldn't, couldn't quite put it together. And then the oldest one, as he got to be around six or seven, got to playing with his phone, knew not, and it, once he found out about the Google thing. Your grandson. Yeah. <laughs> he uh, he Googled my name and saw the videos. And, and but what did your and, stock go up, huh? And then it was like, <laughs> we didn't know you played. Why you? The, yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah, I played. But, and then one, the, the youngest one, which was real funny, he looked at it. He looked, it, he gave me this strange look. 
and he looked, he was looking at the video. They were on the couch, all three of them, and they were looking at the video. And then I kind of came into the living room, and he looked at me. He looked at the video. He looked at me, and he looked at the video. <laughs> he said, nah, no, no, uh-uh. That's not you. I said, yeah, that's, that's me, Dre. He said, no, no, that's not you. He said, this guy on the video, he can run. Reggie, you don't run. <laughs> I said, no, nah, I don't. But this was the, this let was me, the let funny me thing. Then, you, Reggie. then he told me, then he told me, say, you fat. This guy, this 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 guy is now. Uh uh uh. That's not you. That's Out not of you. Miles of bay. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, well, I can't tell him he's. Yeah. You know. Just but, wait, young Jedi. <laughs> yeah. Right? Just wait. You know. Just but wait. It, it, it happens it, all of us. It was. It, it happens a lot. You know. Well, I, I meet people. People they introduce me, and they'll then introduce me to the younger younger crowd, and they have no clue. And in they, more ways than one, they, they have no clue. <laughs> And then 10 minutes later, if it's like a social gathering, yeah. they'll come back and say, wow, I didn't know you you were a part of this. And, you know, I didn't know you guys beat them, uh, Alabama, and, uh, you know, that kind of things. And I say, yeah, I, I happen to be a part of it. I've always been interested with your relationship with the university now, Rich. Who, who, do you answer to anybody at, kind of as, a, as an ambassador to the university? Do you answer to, to somebody at the university? Or? No, no. No, I, I, you know, it, it, it's, you know, when we have social functions, I do my best to attend them. Uh, then whatever I can do for the university and athletic department, especially in football, you know, I will. Uh, I'll never tell them no. Uh, but uh, individual that I have to answer to, no, no, no. Well, that's no. ultimate trust when they just throw you out there to the wolves and say, handle it. Well, you know, it's 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 not quite like that. You know, um, I'm an ambassador for First Bank, first and foremost. Southern Miss always have been, always will. Um, so I don't get into the 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 intri- you know the intricate details mm-hmm. of what's going on, and I can't tell you what's going on with with Jay or. Anybody else that's going on in athletic, I can't do that because I'm just not as involved as I would as if I was an employee of the athletic department. But I try to stay involved. Uh, like I said earlier, if they ask me to do something, I'll never tell them no. Uh, I'll do my best to do it and support them in every way. Of course, I get asked a lot of questions out in the public about what's going on with Southern Miss football. I give my honest opinion about it whether it be good bad or whatever the case may be i I let it be known but regardless as to what happens i will always be southern miss through and through i'll always support them regardless as to what's going on it's an interesting point that you bring up because a lot of people don't think and just in general people think that you can't be fully supportive of something unless you blanket endorse unless you're on board with everything that's going on and and I have never subscribed to that theory. I think that you can be lovingly critical of things that you think need to be done, but but never have it be putting you in a position to where people are questioning your loyalty. And if I'm interpreting your feedback correctly, you're saying, if people ask me a straight-up question, I'm going to give them a straight-up answer. Even if it's not the answer they want, it doesn't mean I don't love Southern Miss. No, that's, that's correct. You know, and uh, I've... I've been that way since I've been back. 
uh, if I disagree with something. Now, don't get me wrong. Now, in saying what you said, I don't get on the soapbox. I understand. And yell right. to the high heavens, we're doing this wrong, we're doing that wrong, we're doing that wrong. No, I don't do that. I will never do that. Uh, I'll sit back. I listen a lot because people want to vent. And they, for whatever reason, think I've got a. Uh, and in with the man, huh? right? You know, <laughs> and and they ask me out my opinion, and for the most part, I'm gonna be honest with you. For the most part, I am supportive of a lot of stuff they do, but when you know when it gets to a point where I, I disagree with it, a lot of people who know me know I'm gonna say what's pretty much on my mind uh, about it, whether it be good, bad, and indifferent, whatever the case may be. So, uh, you know, it's a fine line that you have to walk sometimes. Because I am a part of Southern Miss, I'm a part of Southern Miss history. Uh, that's what I say, and you, it's a lot of times it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Here, here, you know. So, and I try to, I, right. I'm, I'm real cognizant of that, you know. Not necessarily what I say, right. I can be critical, but it's just how you say it. Reggie, uh, just about a minute left. Uh, two quick questions, sure. uh, and this this may be an easy one. Who had the tougher spring, Collins or Carmody? Uh, they were both pretty tough. I mean, it was like when when we made the transition, uh, a lot of things stayed the same as far as how we did it because what we did was working. Uh, so what we did, how we did it, that didn't change too much. Uh, it just every once in a while, you know, Coach Carmody would, would – put his personal stamp on on how he did it and the way he did it but both of them were pretty tough you know the winter workouts spring ball um you know the crazy thing about it every day in pads that we went through pads at the end of practice we always had a goal line scrimmage the whole time i was right and right we used to get after it you know that didn't change from coach collins to coach comedy that's just an example of uh, one of the things i'm talking about have you talked? Have you smack talked Brett yet about Saturday? No, no, <laughs> no, no. I haven't. Reggie, I, I, thanks, uh, thanks for sitting down and joining us, man. Hi, and, not uh, a problem. We appreciate it. That's uh, Reggie Call, your honorary coach uh, for uh, the spring game this Saturday at eleven thirty a.m. We'll sit down and talk more with Lee Applewhite with the Eagle Club right after this on the Eagle Hour. Tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. On our Super Talk Mississippi network of stations across the state, the Eagle Hour continues introducing now Lee Applewhite with the Eagle Club on campus at Southern Miss. The the Eagle Hour, uh, of course, one of the sponsors of this uh, program is our friends at 4th Street Barn Grill, where the Lunches every day includes a drink, eight ninety five, and they have a special every single day of the week. You can check them out on Facebook. It's also the place to pregame if you're going to like a game at the Pete or at uh, at the Rock or at Reed Green Coliseum. Don't forget our friends at Fourth Street Bar and Grill right across the uh, Highway Forty Nine uh, Bridge. Those of you that are familiar with the layout at Southern Miss, so 
What street is that on? That's on Fourth Street. Okay. As a matter of fact, you know who who thought up all who set up <laughs> all night making sure coming up with that name right on Fourth Street. Uh, Lee Applewhite with the Eagle Club, and Lee, as we welcome you, I would imagine there's been some. Um, well, let, let, I'm not going to put any words in your mouth. What's been the feedback since the press conference yesterday introducing Jeremy McLean as the new AD? Well, thanks for having me on, and um, I enjoy every opportunity uh, to come and uh, spend some time with you guys, but. Um, you know, I'm going to go back to Thursday. You know, when we we all found out um, who the next next athletic director was going to be, and you know, I know Jeremy. I've I just haven't had the opportunity to work with him. Is he was he had just left to go to Troy um, as I was coming in. I believe he left in September and I came in in October. So I didn't have the privilege of working with him, but, but I can tell you, everybody that did, you know, was just very, very, very excited to hear. That he was con- that he was going to be coming back to lead our program, and you know that excites me. You know I, I love Southern Miss, and I want the best for for our university and our athletic de- athletic department and, and as a whole. And uh, you know just kind of you know doing some research on Jeremy and kind of looking back at some of the things that he's done and been able to do has been very very impressive. You know he came from Delta State, and um, you know came I believe it was 2012 when he came in. And uh, was actually interim AD at Southern Miss for a little while. And, uh, man, he uh, he did some really good things while he was here. And then he went on to Troy and, and just kind of elevated them to a different level. So I'm very excited about it. And and the fan base has reacted accordingly. You no guys question. You guys have been busy. Tell me what's up. No question. Uh, you know, just – you know, just hearing the buzz, just the excitement, and you know, I've already kind of seen um, uh, some 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 funds being generated already. Uh, some some actually some some big time uh, funds coming in already. Uh, you know, because they're excited. The fan, a lot of the fans and the donors know Jeremy, and they're they just know what he's capable of. And you know, after hearing this press conference yesterday, you know, uh, you can't help but be excited. So when he talked about, uh, you know, doing it the right way, you know, is it, it's still very early in his tenure. What might you anticipate that would look like a year or two down the road? Or what do you think might be, and of course we're speculating here, what might be some of the top things to scratch off of his list as he comes back to town, Lee Applewhite? Well, obviously, you know, I think he's going to be heavily involved with fundraising. I think he's going to... You know, come in and kind of, kind of give a, a good direction there, and you know, I, I anticipate him, you know, being out on the road with me and 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 our other development officers in the athletic foundation, and you know, kind of get this thing back heading in the right direction. And then, then there's some, there are some projects we've got to get finished up. You know, we've got to we've got to raise some funds to to finish up the Bauer Academic Center and get that get the, those funds in because that's something that you know is a top priority right now. We we've got to have. Uh, a place for our athletes to be able to to study and you know you heard him say that you know his his main priority and our main job is to make sure that our student athletes have everything that they need and make sure our coaches have everything that they need to make sure that, that they're successful you know obviously you know the eagle club that's what we do we raise money to fund their scholarships but then you know we've got to have a place for them to to study because they miss a lot of class time you know so we, we've got to have a place for them 
you know, to have every resource that they that they possibly can get to, you know, to come in, you know, be able to play the sport that they love, but also get the quality education that Southern Miss offers. Luke, you t- you uh, one of the things he said yesterday in the press conference was that to, to overturn financial stones that maybe haven't been looked under before to try to generate new sources of income. What do you make of it, Luke? Yeah, I, I think they're going to. They've set it out to be creative. Uh, some of these, the guys that we've had on inside the athletic department, um, you know, it, it's going to take bold new strategy. I mean, you have to go find those rocks, and you're going to have to turn them over. But when you look at what McLean did, and um, you know, Lee going forward, it's exciting to know. Uh, when he was here in 2013, they they set the record uh, for annual fund. Uh, for the annual fund, the overall athletic foundation. So, you know, that, that's what you're tapping into with McLean. Now, specifically, Lee, let's uh, let's talk about what's going on uh, with the Eagle Club. Um, you're such a crucial part of that, and uh, and and tell us what's going on and how specifically people, um, you know, can can be a part of this new excitement in Hattiesburg. Well, well, right now, Luke, uh, is a is a time we're just about to uh, start sending out. Uh, our 2019 Eagle Club invoices and, and brochures. And, you know, right now is a time, you know, we, we've even already opened up season ticket sales. We're trying to get a jump on that for football. So so right now we're just pushing, you know, for everybody that is an Eagle Club member to go ahead and, and renew that now. Go ahead and get that turned in. You know, let us get a jump on, on this. And, uh, you know, obviously, you know, we're out every day trying to find new members. And um, But, you know, if you're an Eagle Club member now, you know, uh, go ahead and go ahead and renew. And if you can, if there's anything, if it doesn't have, you don't have to always go up to the next level if you want to increase. You know, I promise you, you you, you can you can send like if you're five hundred dollars and you know you you can't quite get to that seven fifty level, you can send six hundred dollars. You can just go up a little bit because all of that's going to add up. And and by the end of the year, if everybody can just give a little bit more. You know, that's going to make a huge, huge difference for us. So, so right now, uh, that's that's what my focus is: is just to try to get everyone involved, renewed, and then always be on the lookout for 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 folks that that you know are, are graduates or you know uh, fans that are not Eagle Club members. Maybe people that just buy season tickets. We, we, I'm I'm trying to target those folks right now, get in front of them, and explain to them how important it is right now for for you to join the Eagle Club and. You know, like I said, I think Jeremy's just going to really help with that. You know, I think more people, I think people that maybe have not been involved in the program in a while will come back. So I'm, that's one, one yeah. thing I'm excited about. Yeah, and 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 people forget Lee. I mean, you you talk about you know you throw that number out at that level. Um, for some people, that's a that's a big amount. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, you guys make it a, a way for people you know to contribute to the Eagle Club throughout the year. You're not just talking about a lump sum. And uh, you know, people, the importance of people being able to touch something on the campus and say, yes, I have contributed to that when they see success. I'm going to prophesy tonight when we beat Ole Miss tonight. You know what I mean? Absolutely. People that are in the Eagle Club, man, they're a part of that. And you guys make it so easy for people, um, you know, over the course of a year to, to uh, you know, contribute to the Eagle Club. Yeah, I'm going to take that a step step further real quick and, and just tell you, you know, our circle of champions is that that's that's the donor base that, that's the heartbeat of our athletic department and you know we we were able to pick up a new circle of champion here uh, actually yesterday and um you know like you like what you were saying luke you know 
that's $125,000 over 10 years. You can pay that however you want to. You know, some people can, you know, are able to write a $125,000 check and be, you know, when you when you join that circle of champions, you're you're really joining our program. You're going to be a part of everything that we do. Uh, but, you know, just for example, you know, you, you, you can pay $1,042 a month, and that adds up to $125,000, you know, over that 10-year period. So, you know, but – the Eagle Club levels, you know, like I said, you know, even even if you if you want to come in at that 125 level, you know, we can take ten dollars a month from your checking account, your debit card, and you're an Eagle Club member, just like anybody else is. And you know, we we need those people too. We need everybody. We need everybody to join because we not we not only need those funds coming in, we need to get the Eagle Club level, the membership numbers up. We there's no reason why we shouldn't have. You know, five thousand Eagle Club members, in my opinion, in this town. They talk about creative ways of of going forward as we continue our discussion with Lee Applewhite of the of the Eagle Club. One of the biggest things you hear from people, and again, I'm, I certainly want to adhere to Mr. McLean's thought of, of only positive talk going forward. But parking has always been such a mm-hmm. such a stickler, Lee, with a lot of people who said, "Man, I, I just." I wish I could, but but you don't have any control over what buildings are built where. So, thinking just out loud, how do you deal with the the objection that people have? Is saying, "Well, I just can't, you know, I can't park close enough. I want to be able to park closer." Well, the the campus is growing, and you know, when when things like that happen, you know, we lose parking, and we do the best we can working with the university. You know, if we lose certain areas, to try to gain certain areas. So we we do. We we unturn we turn over every rock to try to figure that out. But um, you know, obviously, you know, as an Eagle Club guy, you know, come talk to me and and we'll try to figure things out. But obviously, the the higher your Eagle Club donation is, the better your parking's going to be. And you know, I can I can work with certain people and and try to try to get creative to help you. But what it boils down to is, you know, if you're supporting the program, I'm going to do the best I can to to, to help you. Makes sense. And for more information, online or phone numbers, Lee? Yeah, I mean, just, just you can just call the Eagle Club, 601-266-5299, or you can, you know, everything's on our website, southernmiss.com. 266-5299, not too early to be thinking about being an Eagle Club member, not just for the upcoming academic year, but an Eagle Club member all year round, every year. When we come back, we'll continue our discussion, wrap things up on this uh, Tuesday edition of the Eagle Hour, after we burn a timeout, back in just a moment. To the, top. to the top, you're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. I want to thank Lee Applewhite from the Eagle Club for joining us in that third segment. And, of course, uh, be sure uh, to, if you're not a member of the Eagle Club, uh, join it today. And if you are a member of the Eagle Club, think about maybe moving up a letter, uh, a level, uh, as we celebrate Jeremy McLean coming home and a uh, new athletic director. Let's get behind our athletic program continually. And I know a lot of you out there, you listen to this show because you are already uh, a key part of the Eagle Club. Uh, continue and let's support our student athletes of our great university. Men's golf uh, is is doing really well up at the Ryman Hospitality Intercollegiate. Uh, right now, Southern Miss 
through uh, almost the second round. It was thirty supposed to be 36 holes yesterday, and, and the rain got in, and so they had to cut it down to 18 yesterday, 18 today. Southern Miss in fourth place right now, but in overall players, Brian Richards is in third place overall. He's three, three under for the tournament, shot two under today. Uh, he's through hole 11, so Golden Eagles looking for a top play, five finish in both team and players uh, today. Southern Miss uh, heading up tonight to take on the Ole Miss Rebels. Eagles will throw Jared Wright, right-hander senior, and Ole Miss will counter with left-hander Zach Phillips, Jr. He's 1-0 on the year with a 5.04 ERA, so that left-handed lineup for the Golden Eagles needs uh, to hit left-handed pitching uh, tonight against Ole Miss. Also, track a couple of awards. We told you yesterday at the Auburn track and field this past weekend, seven first-place finishes for the men and the women track and field, and two of the men get uh, awarded today as uh, Conference USA uh, Track and Field Athletes of the Week for Conference USA. McKinley West and Eric Richards are uh, the high jump and, and his sprints, Conference USA Track and Field Athletes of the Week. Big deal, big deal. Well, Kelly, um, it, it's just it was an exciting weekend, the sweeping baseball, the sweeping softball. You get a new athletic director. Let's go back a little bit. Um, some more takeaways um, from the press conference um, last night on, on campus uh, with the introduction of Jeremy McClain. Well, here- Here's something I wanted to mention too, Luke, that I think is really important. And Reggie Collier and I talked about this before the show today, is that for there, there's a segment of the population that tends to be very pro academia, and of course a segment like like I'm in that would be very pro athletic. But but there is a direct correlation to the success of an athletic program and enrollment and its numbers. When it comes to the student body, how many people have gone to the University of Alabama simply because Alabama is what it has been in football? And you can forget Alabama. Any university in this country, when you look at the success of an athletic department, the numbers and percentages of enrollees, new enrollees, new students, goes up. So when people always want to say, oh, you guys stress athletics too much, well, perhaps a little but again, the numbers do not lie. And when the, Eagles, when the Eagles succeed on the field, the court, whatever it is, the numbers of new students, the excitement and activity that is involved in campus regarding those sports, the news media across the country, you know, it brings good light to the university, which translates into more students. So... As a community, there's an athletic part. There's also an academic part. But you need to be both. And, and I think it's really important that that be mentioned and that, that if we succeed as a university in the athletic arena, it cannot help but bolster enrollment numbers. And how many former athletes have we talked to on this program that had never heard of Southern Miss, but because of whatever... The NIT championship? Or, yeah, you know, and they, they came here or they just they wanted to play under a certain coach again never been to mississippi never heard of southern miss but they want to play for that coach with athletics and they fall in love and they become just black and gold through and through so and probably never would have attended there had it not been for the athletics that's a that's a excellent point michael just the the family atmosphere of it and and I think specifically some of our uh, transfers, if you speak to transfers that came on campus to Southern Miss, um, and they came, some of them came from like 
big-time programs, and they just talk about how something is different in Hattiesburg, Mississippi, than what they thought, you know, were, they were being given the world at a Power 5 school. And something just was completely different, and, and that just speaks to it's something extremely special that goes on. That's a great point, Michael. Yeah, and I'm, and I'm not trying to hammer the academic community by any means. I'm just saying part of, part of an education, particularly at the secondary level, is about learning as many things out of the classroom as you learn in the classroom, becoming a well-rounded individual so that you're more ready to take on the world as, as we see it today. So, so the, the academics that want to hammer the athletic people and the athletic people that want to hammer the academic side, we have to be able to get along because it's all about the overall experience. Uh, but there's definitely correlation. There is data out there that can show you as the success of athletic programs improves, the numbers of new students enrolling in those campuses go up. It cannot be disputed. So it's very important that we get behind the effort at Southern Miss all the way around. Yep, absolutely. Well, uh, exciting times indeed for the University of Southern Mississippi. Should be an exciting baseball game tonight against Ole Miss. If you're not uh, going up to Trustmark Park, it, it first pitch is at 6 o'clock. Listen uh, to John and Jack call that. I want to appreciate, uh, thank Lee Applewhite and Reggie Collier for joining us today. Talk a little FIU baseball tomorrow as the Golden Eagles uh, get ready to take on FIU this weekend. Appreciate you listening to us. We'll catch you tomorrow, same time. And as always, Southern Miss to, to the, the top. Time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping into the future. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.